And if you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. The daily oh, so show the of Jewish apocalypse. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I grabbed the weekend mug. Oh, God. This thing smells terrible because it's been hanging there for like a year. Yeah, oh. mine is, I have, I've never actually worn mine. Well, I've only worn mine a few times as like a gag. It smells like you know, to wear it in public. You know how when you like... I'm like you, Alex. You know how, like, I've you, worn mine in public. I know I Yeah, have. I know. <laughs> you know how like when you turn on the heat and there's dust on it? You know that smell? That like burning oh, dust? God, I, I love that, that smell. smell, yeah. That's what it smells like. No, I love that smell. All right, well, you can have my mask. Actually, like, I want, this has like some kind of filtering device back here. Maybe I could change. Oh God! Oh, I I like that smell when you you turn on the heat for the first time of the season, and, and it smells all funny. I, I, I love that. that. I hate it. You know who's not going to get to smell that this year? Germans. <laughs> <sighs> Bro, oh, I'm not saying that as a joke. No, it's like I mean, it's like well, true. Well, Zog made sure of that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, we I made didn't do it. Thanks, America. I mean, isn't that what the, isn't that it's what like, that uh, Polish PM said? Thanks, America. With a big hole in the yes. sea. Well, that guy was that guy was and Applebaum's is, husband. He's actually yeah, and Applebaum's husband. So he ma- he's married to this J- Jewish like arch neocon woman, who literally talks about her mission is to destroy Russia. And um, yeah. he was like he used to be the Ukraine uh, the Polish foreign minister and the Polish defense <laughs> minister. He's held both of those jobs, and now he's like some liaison between oh, the I U.S. Was, uh, and the European Parliament. I thought he was in their Parliament. He's a, no, he's a member of the European Parliament, but his specific task there is like he liaises with the American government to the European Parliament. He's like the go-between there. So, and he's like married to the Jewish neocon bitch. So he's just a member of Zog. He's just like a Zog actor, right? Yeah. And so, so he said, "Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like did nobody tell? It's of course it's a Polish guy. It's like, bro, did someone not tell you like you shouldn't do that? Because you like, that that probably created problems for them. Because it's like when they go out there and they're saying these accusations that America did it." Are absolutely totally implausible and crazy, and then it's like, really? Well, your boy doesn't think so. <laughs> you know, like, what's going on with that? Joe like, Biden. What's with this guy who's who's your who's like always been just a huge zog shill, a big like lover of neoconservative America, and is just like a total puppet and integrated into your power system. Actually, he's one of your he's one of your uh, functionaries. He doesn't think he doesn't seem to think that it's absurd that you would do that. Oh, I'm gonna have to he do seems this to think now. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the video, like the Jimmy Dore, like he's got the tweet right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, that's a different dude. Oh, oh that's someone retweeting Radek yeah. Sikorsky, Poland's former foreign minister, a sitting member of the European Parliament, is praising what he suggests as U.S. attack on part German-owned civilian infrastructure, which could condemn millions to poverty in a frigid winter. I am speechless. It's like I'm not. I'm not. No, speechless. I wasn't surprised at all. Well, I was. I was surprised that he. I mean, I'm not surprised that the U.S. would do it. Uh, in fact, this is exactly the kind of thing that I would expect them to do. But I am surprised a bit that this dude was dumb enough to go and do that. I'm but surprised there, that people are. I'm surprised but, at the people admitting that's what happened. What's up, Alex? What 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 kind of political fallout or consequence is this guy ever going to suffer? 
I mean, he's I'm sure he's a, getting it talking to, but that's probably about it. Yeah. Or they might, they're probably just going to pretend like it doesn't exist. What's interesting is like, but it's not like he's going to lose his position or anything. No, no, he's not going to like, no, there's no reason. Cause it doesn't, there's nothing. What, what is anyone going to do to him? But what's funny is that as far as I know, and I don't watch press conferences, so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is there, and I, I would assume that if it happens, people, the clip would make its way on the internet. Has anybody given American spokespeople like the White House, that black lady at the White House or anyone else that talks about stuff? Uh, giving them problems about this? Have any journalists given them any well, problems in press conferences? About in this? my in my experience historically, in in watching events like this unfold, when it comes to foreign policy and military strikes, is it when when the stupid demon rats actually get something right, the Republican like the the press and the Republicans don't really hold their feet to the fire for lying about it, right? Like <clears> when <throat> like for instance, like take the wag the dogs. Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. Situation because of the you know the movie they made about that or whatever you know when when Clinton was bombing whatever in Iraq and Afghanistan you know the the, <clears throat> the Republicans the Republicans didn't object to that they didn't say it was just to distract from the Lewinsky affair they it's like they were more than like yeah let's do it this is great it was like unanimous. You know, almost unanimous support for it. So I don't think like the, these Republicans are not really opposed to. Yeah, Joe Biden showed him, showed, showed Putin where, showed Putin who's boss. This is how we're going to stop. You know, like the only people that are like talking about it mm-hmm. in any negative terms are like Tucker Carlson and this clip I have here, like Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore and his little circle of, of friends. And uh, what's what's his name? Michael um, Michael Tracy has been tweeting a lot of stuff about it. Like basically, there's no one. There's no. There's hardly any actual. Um, critics of American foreign policy or any of these tactics that had as, has any real influence in any mainstream place. They're all like sort of out on the. They've all been sort of pushed aside because they're they're just they just basically don't, like Jimmy Dore's like doesn't do Jewish shit. He does anti white stuff because he's a stupid fucking liberal, but he doesn't do like the blatant Jewish shilling that he doesn't that really do. go like he doesn't do like the. I mean, he he'll do like '90s liberalism, yeah. or he'll maybe yeah. you know, but he doesn't. He's like he's like '90s liberal. He, I, don't, I don't I don't see Jimmy Dore as being particularly anti-white. I don't watch him very often, so maybe he does. But he definitely doesn't do that like race pri- privilege crap. Like that, he's like actually firmly against that stuff. But whatever. Um, I mean, Jimmy Dore is probably a pretty nice guy, but he's just probably got a lot of fucking like liberal shibboleths and and uh, baggage. But um, well, the point is this circle. This this circle has been the circle of guys has been sort of pushed out. People that can be characterized that way as having sort of a '90s liberalism, and they're not on board. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and Michael Zionism. Tracy is going like yeah. full. <laughs> he's, he's gonna be. He's he's, he's he's gonna be a he's gonna be a Holocaust revisionist soon enough. I mean, he's already yeah, sort of revising. Yeah. He was already just the signal he's open to uh, World War II revisionism in general. Revisionism yes. in general. Haven't you been watching that, Alex? Isn't that wasn't that you were talking about? Warren that last and I week? did a whole bunch on this oh, okay. uh, last week. Yes, Michael Tracy is basically taking this. He's taking the first baby steps towards. Towards being an anti-Semite and Holocaust, and, I, and see, they know I it thought, too. I, it's I really, thought I heard some about this. Yeah. I thought you were telling well, me about it for some reason. The ether. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't talking about that particular thing. Oh. Well, I, I just want to talk about that real quick. Is yeah. what's very funny is that he is doing basically what I did like twenty years ago. Yeah, um, with where he's he's finding these <laughs> narratives and these somewhat like he's going from like. Like he's finding contradictions and weird stuff in like the mainstream narratives. Yeah, it seems like we're finding... lucky that the uh, history books say the good guys won every time, 
Yeah, it's lucky for us. Like you start from that. Yeah, right. Start from that norm joke, right? Yeah, that's a really good one. And then it's like, um, and then, and then he's, uh, it, it just so happens that I live the best possible world imaginable. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How like Every our time. country is like. It's like it's funny also how our country. You know, you actually are taught to be somewhat. At least I was when I was a kid to be like someone critical of power and in in certain ways. Yeah. But just like never actually to apply that <clears throat> to us. And yeah. so isn't it great? It's like because there have been dystopian governments that abuse their people and lied to them and created <laughs> these these narratives that people couldn't break out of and like people had to worry about what they would say and get get, get in trouble. That's why it's so great that America wins every time. Yeah. Because we don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah. We never okay, do. Awesome. Yeah, cool. So this this country is free. Right. Got it. Okay. I live in a free country. Countries that don't countries that aren't like my country aren't free countries. I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my country's like this that's freedom other countries don't have freedom <laughs> unless they're like us that reminds me of something i saw i saw something over the weekend i gotta find it but it's yeah it's related to this it has to, it has to do with china well i've got the uh i've got the jimmy Dore thing up here it's, he's got you ever sp- watch, just real quick before we do this did you ever watch that movie a long time ago while we're still doing this freedom stuff <laughs> it's called thank you for smoking I saw that. It's yeah, it's pretty fucking Jewy. It's it's pretty Jewy. Right. It, it is, but there's like this guy who's like a lobbyist for the tobacco it's industry. Clev- he's like the hero of the movie. It's like clever and he's in the most owning libs the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but it's clever in the most it's, like right. cynical way. It's and, really yeah. funny. And his daughter has an assignment to talk about like why America is the greatest country in the world. And he's it's like, not. of course, he's like. Have you ever considered that maybe America isn't the greatest country in the yeah, world? Yeah, and then yeah. his daughter makes like a presentation <laughs> based on that and gets in trouble or something like that. It's pretty funny. So <laughs> anyway. I, I saw I saw this article. This 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 dovetails with this point exactly. Um, I saw this article and it had to do with China and specifically what it was is Chinese aren't wanting to come to the United States due to all the violence against Chinese whenever they get here. Our, our social, we have a nigger problem. Our social credit <laughs> score is very low. It's true. I mean, I don't blame them. Yes. So this Jew is writing about this, and this is what he says. Uh, However, Scott Moskowitz, a geopolitical risk analyst at Morning Consult, uh, identified that state-controlled media in China often played up instances of anti-Asian violence to discourage its citizens from going to the U.S. Moskowitz called China's coverage of the U.S. as a strategically curated ecosystem that overreports and sensationalizes negative foreign news compared to the tight controls on coverage of challenging or disturbing domestic instances. Hmm. And I'm like, huh? Huh? Wow. Wait, can, yeah. can you repeat Imagine that phrase living again? In a country like that, God, that's. Can you repeat that phrase again? I want to process it fully. <laughs> what, what, what? No, seriously, because it's like I just want to. The phrase strategically curated ecosystem that overreports and sensationalizes negative foreign news compared to the tight controls and coverage of challenging or disturbing domestic instances. Yeah. In other words, in other words, like the, the Chinese are fi- are fixated on how bad other countries are doing, and they, ne- they never talk about what's happening inside their own borders if it's negative. Right. I mean, okay. I mean, if you want to, so like, oh, that I thought that was China talking about us. So no. that was Moskowitz talking about China. No, that's Moskowitz talking about China. It's like a. He, he's, bas- he's basically saying that China's doing type, uh, some kind of propaganda that makes the United States look more dangerous than it actually is. It's like the pot calling the kettle a kike. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god. Media- let's ask. Let's ask a basic question. The media control in that country, oy vey. I can't handle it. Let's. <laughs> Let's ask ourselves a basic question. Okay. You're a white tourist 
from America going to see the sites in China. You're going to the famous cities. You're going China. to the famous landmarks. Looking at the big temple there. You go to the hidden am city. I, you see the crazy temple. You am I looking for a wall, job? All that stuff, right? I'm looking for a job like in manufacturing or something because my prospects. Are yeah, you want to work at Foxconn. I don't, don't uh, want to. You want to build iPhones. I don't want to be like a. I don't want to be like an Uber or like a, a DoorDash driver here in America. You, I want. You take a job testing the suicide nets at the Foxconn factory. Okay. Yeah, um, you're like, I'm going to sure they can handle what Americans weight. These mm. Chinese are a lot smaller than we yeah. are. Let's see, can they can they, <laughs> can they handle American these American weight class uh, the suicide nets? Like, <laughs> but like, um, so you, but no, seriously, you, you go to China to check out like, uh, Peking or Beijing, whichever, I don't know which one is the one you're supposed to call it to own the United States more. I'm not sure. Well, it's, there's, but, Peking, um, there's Peking duck and then the city is Beijing, I think is how this works. But it's, Oh, oh, you like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- unless you're using, like, e-checks, then there's some extra fees. So e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. Point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. If you enjoy the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore. If you just do it, so go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in the money, or you can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can, uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this is going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. It's also been called Peking. I, I don't know which one owns America more, if, if it matters or not. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Okay. But they've got the you know the hidden city and the temple and all that stuff, all these crazy um, cool architectures. They've got. They've actually got the architecture. architecture. What they is architecture? Cool architecture there. And uh, anyway, so you're going to China just to check it out. Am I good with a weapon? Okay. Now now say. You are a Chinaman mm-hmm. coming to America, and you want to see the famous sites oh, of America. You want to go a, to the that's a soft reboot they should do. Get like Jackie Chan and some other group. You're not letting me and do coming to America, but it's like from a Chinese a Chinese perspective. But um, this is a simple comparison. This is a simple situation I'm setting up. Yeah, the China the Chinaman and his family comes to America. They go to New York City. They want to see the Empire State Building. Ooh. They want to see Freedom Tower. They want to see Statue of Liberty. Maybe they go to Philly. They want to see Liberty Bell. Maybe they go to D.C. They want to see Lincoln Memorial. Whatever the sites are, right? The big, the big things. Mm-hmm. Who's safer? The white man in China or the Chinaman in America? Well, it's, a, it's hands down, no fucking comparison. Well, American Show would tell you you're not you're not uh, safe in China because they have like quality of life laws that they take seriously, whereas we don't. So you can't piss on the street. You can't yeah, like piss okay. on the street. You can't be like a mess. You can't, you can't go there and like assert that like I'm an American. I have my rights. They're like, no, you don't. You're in China. You're supposed to be visiting. Like, you can't go there and be a bad wait, guy. Wait, wait. You can't I be an it. ugly. You can't American. break their laws, right? You can't. Is it safe for trannies? Is it safe for LGBTQ plus? Right. That's another one. It's like you want to go there and like and like shill for LGBTQ plus. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do to you. Well, it probably is. It, it might be. Well, you, I don't first know. First of all, if you're going there to shill for that stuff, they will remove you. But yeah, yeah. That's if what you I mean. are one of these people that just, if you're like a dude that wants to walk around trying to dress yeah. like a woman, but the, you the, will probably the, just get a bunch of people gawking at you and pointing and laughing and the disconnect, fun of you in a language you don't understand. But the disconnect here is how <laughs> these people define what safety is. I mean, they don't mean that well, they, they just mean, don't. Yeah. yeah, they never think of it on the level of. Like someone actually like being safe. The the complaints about their social credit score is like their social credit score a lot of times is based on like their wholesomeness, their family life, yeah, and how much of a shit stirrer they are. And like in America, like you are supposed to have a bad family life. You're supposed to be like full of just nothing but dysfunction and and just angst. And you're supposed to like scream about shit 
and that's your social credit score yeah. in America. Unless unless yeah, you're see. like one of us, then we're supposed to. Yeah, the American current American elite concession of safety is is you can do the right. drag queen story hour right. without somebody leaving a mean review of it. Right. Yeah, so, safety see, pro- is all about like, see the, the emotional safety the, of like so-called marginalized. Right. Or, you might like, basically which, freaks and deviants and minorities. You might get shot by a nigger on the way to the drag queen story hour, but you know that's. that's so, but see, no one's feeling that. gets hurt in that situation. No. Well, the niggers <laughs> did. The guy who shot you. I mean, that's basically the thing. Like, if you're a Chinese visitor and something happens to you at the hands of a nigger, like, that's basically on you. Like, stereotype, threat, whatever happened there, like, some some form of oppression that you're in on made that nigger, at least for that 15 seconds, do well, the violence to you. And that that's, and that's not, not that's not unsafe. Like, if, he, if you weren't right, making right, right. that black feel unsafe, it wouldn't happen. So... Well, here's the thing. It's entirely possible that you're completely innocent, but once it happens to you, it's incumbent upon you not to yeah. uh, exploit it for racist reasons. Right. See, now right. once you've been attacked by a black, you now have a duty. You, you've now taken on a new social duty for your right. social credit score in America, which is to not make sure you don't say anything racist about blacks. And it's doubly important for you. If you've been yeah. attacked by a black, and you have to be. It's like it's more of a it's you the burden. You need to come out on, and talk about how you love black people. Yes, in fact, and it's required. Your relatives are black, and when and when yeah. the you justice, and your whole family have to do that. And when the justice system finds a way to let that nigger off the hook, you have to not you have to be prepared to not complain about it. Yes, right. If like yeah, if yeah. if, yes. he, if he can be found yeah. not uh, capable of standing trial, or whatever, right. Or just here. So, that's, that's because this is America and we do things better here than in China. And that's safety. That's right. safe. Well, this is, I've actually made this point many times, and it's something worth thinking about. And, it, and it's like because we live in this system, it's, it's a very easy to accept the system as it is, even 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 if how much different it is from how it was, say, like 20 years ago, just because you, you're marinating in it your whole life. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to just, okay, this is how it is. But think about this. In America, if you are victimized by blacks, you are literally expected mm-hmm. to, before you say anything, to talk about how much you love blacks. Yeah. In what way? A system that generates this outcome and can consistently generate this outcome is totalitarian yes. as fuck. Right. Like and it is one. Of the, it is one of the most sophisticated systems of mind control ever devised. And it's been long established. In order to actually, this is a this is like a repeatable and predictable yeah. pattern. It's been long established. You know you're not I mean? supposed to. You're not yeah. supposed to factor. Blackness. I mean, I was going to say racial fact, but it's literally just one race. Blackness into like your assessment of whether or not something is safe. Like, there's like a what was that old app? Like sketch right. sketch factor. You know, am right. I in a bad neighborhood? Like, basically, they saw the bad the, the sketchy neighborhoods correlated with like certain demographic uh, statistics, and that had that app had to go. That had to go. And to prove its point, like that everybody's safe and there's no such thing. Like Google Maps and uh, what's that? Like Waze. Like they will just route you through the most dangerous nigger ghettos. To get someplace, be just because, like, what do you mean? And then when you get there, well, at least I don't know if this happens anymore. But police should be like, "What are you doing here?" Just listen. I don't care what the lights say. Just hit the gas until you're this many blocks away. You get out of this neighborhood. You know that used to be a thing. I don't know if cops do that anymore. I, cops are like, "Welcome, welcome to a yeah. very safe." But it's like it's been <laughs> yeah, long. Since another, not- oh, you're another Google Maps victim. Yeah. But like, it's so it's so interesting is that if you are victimized by a black yeah. person in this country, you you now get another social duty heaped on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's now like doubly important for you. Right. And, and in fact, it's sort of like, it's it's not only that you're not supposed to factor in their race when you talk about it, it's you're, you're actively expected to openly proclaim that you're not doing so. Right. 
You have to actually, it's like as soon as, it's like the black guy stabs you and you're like, this had nothing to do with him being black as, as you're like, as, as your lung is punctured. You're like, you know, you're expected, as you, his blood is like bubbling up through your lips, you're expected to say, it's not because he's black. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's really, so it's not, and, and that's, that's sort of funny. It's like there's systems where you are expected, you can't say certain things, right? You will get, pun- you're just supposed to shut the fuck up. You can't say certain things. A lot of governments and states, in fact, almost all have have a line there, right? Um, in America, you are expected to outwardly you you have to say things, right? It's not it's not like you can't just stay silent. You have to actually overtly proclaim it, and this is this is when it's re- when it gets really fucking totalitarian when systems are like that. So in America, you are expected to openly proclaim these things, and silence becomes suspicious. And and what's funny is this is a lesson that can be learned from any number of, um, you know, uh, novels about dystopian societies or studies about totalitarian societies and things like that. Research and, and fiction about these things. They all kind of teach you this, like, OK, when the society is actually sort of forcing you to actually come out and say things that are just like really stupid and contradictory and against your will. And so there's a great scene um, in that show, The Prisoner. Where this guy is being forced to like apologize to the village, and it's so fucking, it's so fucked up, but it's just like America today. And he's like, "Please believe me, please, please believe me." And then people like they're 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 pointing at him. They're like they're like uh, I forget what they're called. They're like reactionary, reactionary, reactionary. They're like pointing at him. He's like, "I'm sorry, please believe me." And it's like that's just like America today. Yeah. And they're they're sort of you 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 assume in the show they're like lampooning the USSR, but they're really not. They're actually lampooning America just as much as the USSR in that show. Anyway. So, yeah. But basically, I think Chinese have every reason to uh, – I think it's entirely rational for China to warn their citizens that you could be the victim of random black violence if you go to, say, New York City, which I would assume would be a major destination for Chinese tourists coming mm-hmm. to the U.S., uh, you you very well. It's look. It's a non. There's a significantly. What is it? The non-zero or like the non-trivial mm-hmm. chance that you'll yeah. just get punched in the face or stabbed by a black person. It's very it's very likely. Well, the I mean, statistics the, I remember from the, the the article is that over half of them believe that that's going to happen. Right. And the tourism here is down. I'm calling this segment. China. Yeah. Like, I'm calling this segment the safety oh. bands. By the way. Well, <laughs> well, I wonder. I wonder if they have like contacts with Chinese. Here in New York, who are also just like telling them that. Well, yeah, they have like, all those personal... restaurants. Those are all just intelligence yeah. outposts, aren't they? This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto. He checks. Mail with a money order. Or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Don't we come here. They've got tunnels right to China where all the dumplings get, <laughs> like, you know, Man. they ship them in, right? Yeah. On a, on a sort of a, a larger scale here, though, this this shows how the United States is now increasingly being viewed as just a dangerous third world country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to go there. No, I don't. I don't want to get fucking shot. Yeah. Have you seen American cities? Mm. It's, it's like it's like going to Somalia. Yeah, it it actually. Well, it might it, be safer because I think all the Somalians like they emptied out and now they're here. So basically, if you go to like, is there anybody left in Somalia? Can can we go live there? Like, we'll just repopulate. Well. I would say America <laughs> is basically just like on the same safety level as like Brazil. Yeah. Um, right. So in Brazil, you know, people talk about how dangerous Brazil is, but Brazil isn't particularly dangerous 
outside of those the favelas uh, or those particular ghettos in the big cities like inside large cities in brazil there's there's like you know a non-zero chance of getting hijacked by somebody on a moped or some shit like that when you're driving your car around but i think that's that's a regionally and um determined like i think if you're in some parts of brazil that's not even a factor you're probably fine so, same so with america it can't it can't be that bad because i follow a bunch of these cyclists on, on strava because they followed me for some weird reason and i see that they're riding all the time in these places the roads look decent they're not getting uh they're not getting uh fucking shot or having their bikes stolen constantly so probably their rural areas i imagine a lo- large portion of south america are no worse than it is here it's probably very and, similar are they uh and, and, are they, and wasn't um, there wasn't there a thing recently this year where they, were, they were talking about how many like new york cops had just quit like just decided they were gonna uh resign from their their job it was like 1500 mm-hmm. or something yeah, yeah. A lot of these big so, cities so, are having big trouble. Yeah, so increasingly the big cities are just going to be nigger war zones full of constant violence. And there, there won't even be a cop to help you while you're being mugged. Like, <laughs> so, even, if, even if they were going to do something, they're not even going to be there. So do those people that you see riding in Brazil on Strava, are they basically white-looking or mostly white-looking for depends. the most part? It, it depends. It's, it's funny. Uh, I, I knew a guy from Brazil that was up here years ago, and he was just Italian. Like he was just straight up Italian. Yeah, he's probably from the southern part of Brazil because the southern part of the southern like little nub. It's not really little; it's a big nub of Brazil is like mostly white, and uh, much of those people have Italian ancestry, and it's very similar demographically to uh, Uruguay, the uh, you know the homeland of Eric Stryker, um, yeah. which is also basically um, like more than half white people of Italian like, extraction. See, there. when you think about it. It starts to make that look like a destination that might even be worth moving to. Because how long until, <laughs> like, oh, really? It's over half white? Wow, it's better than where I am now. Okay. Well, I would guarantee you that Uruguay <laughs> is safer than America. I would, I would guarantee it. And then, um. So, so Sven was talking about doing some kind of Jackie Chan movie where where, where they come to America. The problem with, <laughs> that I see with that is, is narratively you've got to you, you've got to explain why they're coming to America. So it's either there's going to be a MacGuffin, or maybe their their plane has an engine failure and they crash in America. But obviously they're not just coming to America to come to America, right? Like America is a hostile war zone that's trying to escape. So you got to work that into the script. Yeah, I mean, it's anyway. really interesting. That, I mean, I don't. I, I think it's totally of. I think it's a it's a very good move by the Chinese government to issue this warning to their citizens. And like the government, our our government can get mad, or or like you know Jews can get mad about it. But it's like, well, let's actually let's look at the lived experience of Chinese people in New York City. They are regularly victimized by blacks. Hmm. In fact, they had to try to even gin up that phony like Asian anti Asian hate crime thing, right. which became a big embarrassment because it was just like, yeah, well. Is, has a white person done any of these? No. And well, the, you know the 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 rub and tug shooter guy was like they thought they had something there, but then it turned out no. Well, no. basically, you don't need rub and, like, rub and tug shooter guy means nothing. Like, you have this these crimes like every day, and they go unpunished. And it's like right. the really insidious, disgusting thing about the entire campaign is like you have daily like white victims of black violence. You, you're not even allowed to talk to it. You're not even allowed to. Uh, you can't, yeah, you can't, yeah. white, you, white can't are... you can't turn that into a collective complaint. Only the, the Chinese can because they're not white. Like they're so, so far. And to the fact, like I saw somebody posted a screenshot. I'm gonna assume it's real. Like Jim Goad, I uh, was tweeting that like he was he searched on Google for a black crime, and the top two results were like a, a white guy like pleading guilty to like a supremacist uh, a hate crime against blacks. Right. 
Let me try that. And Let's then, say, look, black, black, then, black crime. crime. Let's and, see what I get. And then the, to- and then the top response in the Twitter thread was like, why are you searching black crime? It's like, so we can't, like, you literally can't. Because I want to know about it. Yeah, but you can't. It's like this. But the implication is All that's right. some kind of immoral thing. That I, got, you just I got two top stories here. Yeah. Did First it work? one is some black Chicagoans hit by crime consider skipping midterm elections. The second one, on the other hand, is Mississippi man charged with federal hate crime that's for allegedly one. burning cross to threaten black families. Yeah, that was one of the ones in his result, too. That he really? Posted. If you just go right to that's, Google. That, now, if I'm searching black crime, that's what comes up. Yeah. I'm just going to go straight black crime right. on Google.com. Here's what the data says. Oh shit! I the causes the of rising crime. Oh man, black Dude. crime ignores much of the United States criminality. This should be good. For <laughs> okay, here it here. ignores much of number. Of- <laughs> Do this. Hit, hit the hit the news tab. Hit the news tab real fast and watch what happens. Oh yeah. Okay, news. <laughs> Two Oklahoma men plead guilty to racially motivated there, hate. There Idaho white supremacist. Yep. <laughs> um, no, oh, wait, look at this. Oh, here's another funny thing. Here's here. This one's good. North. I'm assuming this is NC, maybe North Carolina, Paul, or something else. Maybe I don't know. This is a policy watch. Monday numbers. New report details how much more likely innocent blacks are to be convicted of something than the and any other race. Now, I got a question. Does, does that sound like a strategically curated ecosystem there? Yes, this is totally strategic. You should bring this up, actually. <laughs> You'll probably get similar results. Um, so racist <laughs> Willie Horton style fear mongering on crime may win midterms for GOP from the Philly Inquirer. Some black Chicagoans hit by crime. So black, <laughs> the blacks are be, being hit, hit by who's who's hitting them? <laughs> who, who is hitting them? Why are you hitting yourself? Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Wait, where are you? On, where are you seeing this? I'm having I have I'm having completely different results. Well, just go like. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, here's, here's, here's what you do: go to Google, type Hold in on. "black crime," then hit the news tab. Yeah, go, and then hit news. Yeah. All right, I have two Oklahoma well, men pled guilty to racial right. racial yeah, hate crime. That's Idaho it. white supremacist who assaulted black man pleads. Yes. And it cuts off. All right. Now, when I go, oh, here goes some what kind of fucking, black Chicago. I got a question. All right, I see I the black Chicago ones what, now. What kind of kind of algorithm and how much how many man hours would you have to put in this algorithm to get it to do this for a search result? How many white IT professionals spent their hours and their brain and their 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 their, uh, their sweat equity, their brain power, to create this outcome on Google? Do you want to? I pre- mean, this is got, this got to take some work, man. This got to take a lot of work, especially like machine intelligences that usually start to figure out a way around this kind of stupid shit. Like, how did they? What did they do? I want to know what went into it. I, yeah. I wish, a, I oh, wish a Google whistleblower would just come forward and tell me, like, what, this is what we did to the algorithm to make it spit out this stuff whenever you, you search black crime. The problem is that Google is a totalitarianly curated <laughs> ecosystem, so, like, the, the employees there are like, no way am I going to – Am I going to come out and whistleblow against this company and risk losing the moving van in the parking lot that I live in at the Google campus? You want to do, you got a nice mattress back? Hi, Sean. Are you listening to a free fag episode of the Daily Show? You need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. With a very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the right stuff at this slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Back there. I've got I've got a hot plate where I can make ramen noodles, um, and there's no way I'm going to risk that lifestyle. So according to Randbot, uh, according to Randbot, there's another Google inconsistency going on, but I'm not I'm not experiencing it right now. But it's pretty funny. So have you heard about like, <coughs> pardon me, 
Netflix uh, produced a new like some uh, some kind of movie or miniseries about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. Okay. The co- oh no, I didn't know that. Oh, I, got, the, I actually. Well, the country. One thing, before you like go any LGBTQ further, LGBTQ tab, tab tag on it, right? That's part of the controversy. Yeah, they put they tagged yeah. it as LGBTQ in Netflix, so part of LGBTQ <laughs> interests because that's I mean, funny because he was he was. He was because he was like turning he was like a gay kid toucher, yeah. Yeah, he was turning he, he was turning that, young yeah. men into like sex slaves by pouring acid into their brains or something. He'd draw a hole in there, and then he would kill them. Eventually, you would eat them or something like that. But yeah, I think he kidnapped like teenage boys, yeah. uh, held them captive, uh, like had sex with them, yeah. and eventually killed them and ate them. Right, that was the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and he got that, caught that, because one of them got away and was like running down the street, bleeding out of all different places from the torture, yeah. and like people were like, "Oh my god!" And, and this is awesome, right? And, this is oh man, that's so sick. That's so cool. I'm gonna write a bunch of death metal songs about that. Oh fucking serious, and then, man. You believe? Were there something like I'd have to? Wasn't there something like the cops went at one point and like returned? They the, returned the, the victim to him. Yes, yeah, this, like this, this is the thing that this is the thing that Anthony Cumia found hilarious. That like they returned one of the victims to his home who was like wandering around. It's the actually streets. not. I mean, I I can see I mean, like the dark if you're like into the like, nihilism dark, but it's, it's actually really fucked up. Imagine imagine being yeah. that guy. Yeah. You think you finally are free. You think you're in the hands of the state. They're going to help you. And, and they're like, oh, here you go. Like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So uh, it must so have the, been some communication problem because. So the controversy theoretically. Is they, so the controversy is they put the LGBTQ tag on that series. This sparked a fucking whole thing. And according to Ranbit, if you if you put into Google, is Jeffrey Dahmer gay? You got that weird Google results on this are changing. Be be safe and be careful about which sources you trust. Try and like basically like try back again later. We don't know, <laughs> but I didn't get that just now. But I do notice. Let me you, try that. If you start, well, it doesn't work anymore. That's 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 they've obviously resolved it. They've already. <coughs> oh my god! There's like something stuck in my throat this morning. <clears throat> it's like you need already, to screenshot that. It's shit. like they've already changed. They've already changed it. They've already put the results up. They want now. I get the queer case of Jimmy Dahmer, J- Jeffrey Dahmer. It's basically all about Netflix. Netflix and the controversy of the LGBTQ flag, like that, you don't get that. But is if you start typing "is Jeffrey Dahmer," is Jeffrey Dahmer still alive? Parents still alive? Still living? Apartment still standing? Is Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment? Is Jeffrey Dahmer's house? Is Jeffrey Dahmer movie on? Is Jeffrey Dahmer in Mindhunter? Is Jeffrey Dahmer's house for sale? You don't get to. It does not autocomplete. Is Jeffrey Dahmer gay? You have to type that. Even when you type G, nothing happens. Do you get a G A? You get nothing. Nope. G Y. Not. You have to yeah. type. Is so Jeffrey yeah, they're, just, they're just blocking it. You totally, have to yeah. block that. Yeah, you have that to type that out completely, sense, yeah. and then you get a bunch of stuff. That's about, something you have yeah. to make. They have to write. They have to write code to make it do that. Yeah. Because all the automated scripts that they they initially do that they initially have with this stuff would would just feed you that like almost right away. Yep. So they have to actually break their own script. That's, Here's that's something. What I'm saying is, is, dude, there there has to be so much manpower going into breaking their own algorithms to make this stuff happen. Well, do you remember um, when they were mistakenly tagging goril- black people as gorillas? Yeah. Yep. And then they, so they, what they did, and, and you can you can look this up. This was this something happened several years ago. I think it was like 2015 or so. Their AI was doing this, and they said we're really sorry. We fixed it, but what they did is it, it just will not identify gorillas <laughs> at all. And there was like a follow-up article on it in like uh, TechCrunch or something like that. One of these tech websites, maybe like Wired or something like that, where they were like, Google still hasn't fixed it. All they've done is like removed the gorilla identification or the the ape monkey identification from this algorithm. Um, and and so then they're saying this case highlights increasing problems with like white 
technology or the biases, our own biases that we build into the technology. I'm like, no, the problem is that black people kind of look like gorillas and there's no good way to code around that. So they were kind of up against the wall. So they had to just be like, oh, well. Yeah, I'd be like, what if you're the guy who really wants to identify gorillas in photographs? You're 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 up Shit's Creek, you know. Google's, you know, they're not coming through for you. My my idea is in the future they decide they're going to use robots for law enforcement because robots can't be racist. But then one day the robots AI actually overcomes the uh, the restraining bolt and it just starts uh, starts executing black people. They're actually well aware of this problem. Um, We this is kind of stuff we used to talk about early on in this show, like the the fact that. the the un, unbiased unbiased technology or technology program with certain objective criteria always ends up being racist, and it's very predictable that it will happen. Um, like the Google gorilla thing, um, if you were just to do unbiased analysis of crime, like take just take the raw data, feed it into a machine, um, it would just spit out basically our our rhetoric maybe without the word nigger. If you t- if you if you didn't give it the word nigger, that it could use as a potential word, but um. Yeah, but so there, there's 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 also a chance to just come up with an acronym that spells out nigger. They might. Might come up with nibbers. <laughs> or was it National Incident Viewer <laughs> Reporting System or something like that? What was that nibber? nibbers? That's it. It's yes. like yeah, it's literally called nibbers. It's like some program. It's like it's what they're replacing the like the um old FBI stats with. But here, listen to this. Here's here's something you do get as the number three search on was Jeffrey Dahmer gay. You get LosAngelesBlade.com. Jeffrey Dahmer was white and gay. Deal with it. It's like right, but let's uh, let's let's talk I mean, about. Uh, he's gay. I don't, I think, I don't, I don't think anybody is is disputing the the white thing. Right, wow. but you're you're engaging in aberrant salience here because the white is not the uh, is not the correct. No, that's, that's not the most salient uh, factor yeah. here. Because like chopping up little Filipino kids and eating them is not like a generalized trait of the white race. Do you want to hear something interesting right. I didn't know about? This, 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 here's the bone they're picking with the, with the series. I didn't know about this. Perhaps one of the most contentious parts of the series is the representation of Milwaukee police officers John A. Balgerzak and Joseph T. Gabrish, the two officers who handed victim, really long Filipino name, back to Dahmer after he had escaped. So this is the thing we were talking about earlier. The scene in the series is spot on in comparison to the police reports, bystander testimony, and subsequent internal investigation. It even quotes... Bowser's act verbatim when he says 10-4 it'll be a minute my partner's going to get deal-house at the station a key phrase recited by media critics after Dahmer's arrest which further proves the flippant attitude toward the gay community in Milwaukee at the time so these cops they're criticizing these cops for not wanting to do with this faggot so I guess the answer is yes he's gay everybody knew it I remember this I didn't know about that part of it one of the reasonings that was given for this was that they figured that this was like some some weird gay sex internal gay issue yeah they didn't want to get involved with it that makes total sense too we got we got to stay on the gay stuff for just a second did you hear about this other thing Oh God! What's uh, that? Bros star Billy Eichner reacts to disappointing box office uh, opening. Straight people just didn't show up. Bros is this fucking disgusting, yeah, gay, like romantic comedy thing yeah. that came out. And it's a rom com that's all dudes. It. It's rom com that's all dudes. And I saw some yeah. somebody on Twitter shilling like, "Everybody go out and see it. If it doesn't make money, like the studios will never touch gay shit." I'm like, "Oh, oh, you sweet summer child." Like, no, they, no, no, they we're going to continue gay having gay shit all the time. How sad. They might have to do something that's like not gay in order to fund it. You know, they might have to have like a loss leader here. Like they might have to have like a like they're basically using. Well, well they just put gay. It's like why, 
why would I want to go see that as a straight person? Why would any straight right. person actually want to go see because this? Because love is love. Yeah. Love is love. What difference does it make? It's rom- romantic it's comedy, romance, thing, romance and laughter well, yeah. is universal. We don't like you people. We don't. <laughs> Everyone's gross. We don't out. like your fucking well, accents. We don't. We don't like your behavior. We don't like your lifestyle. We don't like you. We don't. Dude, res- oh, this is pretty annoying. You want to hear my voice? You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to rightstuff.biz right slash paywall. Do your fucking movies and it's your stupid little jokes. Do gays even well, want to watch? Do gays though. even want to watch? Do gays even want to watch a movie about like monogamous gays? Like they want to watch a movie about metric fucktons of piss, don't they? I mean, they already that's have like porn. Into, yeah. no, that's what they. This, this is, is not. Really they just want to watch a gay porno. Yeah, this is an attempt. <laughs> right. They're, they're or they just could perverts. just actually like, they don't even need to watch to... it. They just go live it. If you're gay, like apparently there's just like sex everywhere. Goes, you, I thought goes, that we were beyond the will and grace thing. Are they like reverting back to it? Maybe they've lost ground. I think they've lost ground. I think the tranny stuff has put them back in their PR thing. So now they're they're back to, like, gay guys are just like you. But here's the thing. I've not always been, like, um, as anti-gay as I am now. Or, or as a, you know, I, I at one point I was sort of, like, kind of had the basic bitch, like, mainstream liberal view. Like, well, it's just, like, it's not hurting anyone else. They can do what they want. Yeah. It's not my thing, but whatever. And and I didn't really – wasn't into, like, anti-gay stuff. Right? I just didn't – it wasn't something I wanted to deal with or talk about or whatever. I've been that guy. And when I was that guy in the past, I would never have gone to see something like this. No. Nobody would. Because I was just like, oh, no. No. And I even remember, like, in the 90s, because that's sort of, I had, like, the 90s liberal view of gay in the 90s, which was like, oh, you know, it's whatever. Like, they're just doing that. And it's not my business. It's not bothering me. But then you would get, like, um, these girls, like, these cat ladies in waiting and stuff like that, or, like, the kind of goody two shoes, academic achiever type chicks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that would be into that, because that was what, they were trying to assimilate into the elite system. Right. And so you'd have girls like that and they'd want to go and they want to watch like that shit or go to see those movies. And I remember dealing with this with the chicks in the nineties and I would always be like, no, I don't want to see that shit. No, turn that shit. Off. I'm not watching Will and Grace with you. No, we're not. No, like I'm just, and they, they would be like, why not? And he's like, Look, I just, I just don't like it. It's just not my cup of tea. So even then I was like, you know, I don't even think I've watched a single episode of Will and Grace. I just only knew either. about it as like a phenomena. I might have seen like the end of a couple because something comes on like after it that I want. Oh, it's like Seinfeld next or something. I don't remember. But I admit, I admit laughing to some uh, gay humor stuff, but it was usually stuff where like the gay guy was doing like an over the top faggot thing. Yeah, that, that was, was just one, like you yeah, know something like really almost like parodying themselves or seemingly. Yeah, the one character on that was that he was like this like comically like over the top like oh my god fabulous like that kind of fact. Yeah, but that gets old. But too. then like but then like the, the then there was like the straight man gay who. I think it was the titular that's character. That's like creepy. Will. That's way creepy. I, I think the fl- wasn't the flaming homosexual actually played by a straight guy. It could I'm have been. Sure. I don't know. I don't. I wanted know. to look this up because I, I could have sworn. I don't know. But I, just, I can see. I could laugh at that stuff. Sort of. Like in gay face. When they do the guy who's <laughs> just face. like you, he's just like the, you know, the straight, the the straight presenting or like the as if that's like just then you're like, all right, this is weird now. Like I expect the I expect the flamboyant gay side character to just be like floating into the scene, like ah, ah, ah and then the, like yeah, doing some antics and like floating off stage. You don't like and, you the know, uh, nothing. You don't like the unfaggy valley of the uh, the other guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Maybe that could be the show title. Kind of like that. That's yeah. very good. Well, we got far. We, we oh, got... no, no, he is gay. No, he is a flaming homosexual in real life too. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I was the other guy. The, the main guy is straight, right? He is a. He is a... I, he might be the, the will guy. The sidekick is actually a faggot. Yeah, because he was like the big comic relief. I would, ha- I, I imagine they would have trouble getting a straight guy to like do gay face like that. 
even back then. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you remember when they would actually have the gay guy be kind of like a laughing stock, like the butt of everybody's jokes? And even there would be people that would be like, like there would be other characters that would react to them. Like, like the gay guy would like let you be uh-huh. all flamboyant and then like let some really perverted shit slip. And then the other characters would be like, what? That dude was in Lonson Dove. Yeah, he, he is straight. Interesting. He the got, will guy, got married yeah, to somebody yeah. instead of Lonson Dove. I don't know who any of these people are. I haven't seen Lonson Dove since I was a kid. I think that's the show. Oh, that dude, Brett the, I think Brett the Hitman Hart went on that show one time. There's a lot of funny shit on um, when I searched. It was Jeffrey Dahmer gay. Yeah. On, uh, on the, there's so many. There's a bunch of um, like gay websites like try, like basically trying to explain this away. And the Jeffrey Dahmer was white and gay is like also being posted on on a something called like uh, some black website. Mm. Black news. I don't understand. I it really I really hate the uh, fascination with this stuff. There was a Jeffrey Dahmer series like years ago. I don't know why they had to visit it again so soon. And you would think that like the, this time around they would clean up the gay shit because there was the, there was a mini series they did probably around. Oh, I want to say 2017, 2018. Because I remember trying to watch some of it and just being like, eh, I'm not really, really interested in... Like, it was all very... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just didn't want to watch what? it. So it's weird that they went right back to it again. Like, I don't like it. I don't just don't get the fascination with it. Especially if you're not going to... If you're not going to do the, like, anti-gay rhetoric with it. Like, what's the point? It's like, this is like... This, is, what, this is one place where, like, gay faggot perversion takes you. Jeffrey Dahmer. Here's something funny. Uh, this is on TMZ. Prosecutor backs Milwaukee cops. No racial gay bias in case. The prosecutor who put Jeffrey Dahmer behind bars is pushing oh. it back against the narrative Netflix puts forth in its new show, namely that cops ignored obvious clues because the case involved a gay and or black people. What? Former Milwaukee DA Michael McCann, who personally prosecuted Dahmer in the 90s, tells TMZ, the notion that MPD officers turned a blind eye to Dahmer's victims because of their race or sexual orientation is ludicrous, despite what Monster portrays. Um, mm. I'm going to press X on that because I think that is actually very much an explanation for why they. Yeah, he would, just can't. Uh, he can't. He can't own that. He can't come out and say that. One of the things that's interesting is that like they 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 like to feature his victims who were not white. Which I think a lot of them weren't, but they look like most of them are Asians. There's mm-hmm. a few white people here, a couple of black people. Um, neither race nor sexual orientation influenced how police investigated Dahmer. He insists if they'd known they had a serial killer in their midst, they would have moved in immediately to put a stop to it, regardless of the victim's background. But that's exactly it. They didn't know because they couldn't tell the difference between gay and a serial killer. Right. It's tough. Think about that. Like, no, it's actually, they couldn't tell the difference. Like, is this, is this like guy, is this some kind of consensual kink they're doing? Or is this like this person is actually being tortured? What is going on here? And they're not sure. So it's not that it's bias. It's that it's just like, it was actually probably an attempt to not be biased. Because like, we want to let, we want to give the gay community like space to, to like be themselves. Right. So when we have Filipino kids running out, running naked, bleeding around the street, we're, we don't necessarily assume that something bad is going on. This could be just a kink. Yeah, it's, it's, right. so it's almost like you guys should have more prejudice against these gays. All right, here's another interruption that's being recorded. Go to the 
Check out this slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. If they hated gays more, they might have put a stop to it earlier. Right. So this is some, whatever's going on here, it's not right. Everybody, everybody's in jail now. I mean, what, There's what something really this... wrong. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out later. Like, I, 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 I kind of wonder about this. Like, what, what sort of societal outcomes would you get if you just had more prejudice towards certain groups, like gays, blacks, Jews? How would this uh, change society? It'd be more orderly and peaceful. Would it? It would probably decrease my chances of being uh, a victim of a crime. Well, the problem uh, is, then you'd be flooded with Chinese tourists. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that's what it would be. It's like if we if we actually did something about this, we'd find ourselves with a lot more Chinese tourism. Then you had to deal with a bunch of these little yellow well, people least, squawking and putting and well, holding their cameras and walking too slow on the sidewalk. At least tourism <laughs> implies that they go back home. Yeah, no, I don't care. I, don't, I would love I'm, to have I'm, an I'm increase in tourism, America. It's the the immigrism, the immigrism, immigrism. That's good. The immigrism is the problem, not the tourism. Got that? Should, got that? Immigrism. Why should I? Uh, why should I be invested in an abstract ideal like non-discrimination? Yes. Like, what, what's in it for me? Um, this you is get the question. To, you get to this die. Is, you this, get to die and go extinct. Question is what inspired this entire website? You get to die and go extinct. Like as a white. <laughs> really, like, that's what, is, that, that's like, where we started from. Non-discrimination <laughs> is really just like, oh, so we can kill whitey then and tell you not to be discriminate. Well, I think what Alex said is very is it's very true good because this yeah. is this is this is the thing. This is the very I'm question sorry. that I we really were asking right all there. those years ago when we would do our when you do our two to three man team troll raids on the liberal groups and and just sort of question their fundamentally assumed premises that are the basis of all their arguments and all their talking points and all their beliefs. And we would just go in and be like, well, why should I be invested in that? And they would always argue against anything we were saying from the perspective of. This is the this is the the what is it the grunt norm or whatever you know whatever these yeah, yeah. terms so, people so like to use. Society has decided that you should do this, and right. you, might, you might face negative consequences if you don't go along with it. Well, back in those days, the negative consequence. Well, there was always the threat of like losing your job if your if your nasty racist Facebook post was exposed. Like they always had that idea. I remember very early on when I was just under my own name and stuff. Like, when then people started like, like when I, we were beating people in arguments, they just like post where you where you work because people had like LinkedIn and shit. It's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? But um, uh, but yeah. So it's like um, it's the fundamental question that we asked back in like 2011, which we just and it was a troll. It was fun. I mean, it's a it's a valid question, which is like, okay, so does this abstract goal that uh, you know, I think I think white liberals do at some some level believe or convinced that this would be best, and they are willing to actually let society go through all kinds of pain in mm -hmm. order to have this but the mm -hmm. question but the funny thing is even conservatives will adhere to it yeah like conservatives don't don't because they don't they're also like they don't deconstruct anything they just they're like we're better at it their, their yeah. arguments have devolved to like we're better at this than liberals are. right liberals actually have right. some lingering hate and bias and we don't right and in some ways they're actually correct they're, they're actually right on that and in, in some ways like for example like as i've always said one good litmus test for if someone's liberal or conservative is they talk to a black person like they're a child or they talk to a black person like they're an equal. Um, the conservative talks to a black person like they're an equal and the liberal talks to a black person like they're a child. Mm -hmm. uh, generally speaking, generally speaking, usually people just talk to black people like they're trying to get rid of them and hope that nothing happens. Um, but uh, and the question is, do you do that by talking like an equal or talking like a fucking retard? I don't Facts. know. Facts. <laughs> 
this is kind of the thing is, is, is we live in a very atheistic agnostic society so why would I be committed to what's essentially a type of quasi-religious idealism like do, do I go to heaven if I don't discriminate if I'm, if I'm not racist does this how does this help me? what do I get out right. of it it, look, well, it looks like if I, if, if I really commit myself to this what ends up happening is I go through a black area and get stabbed and murdered. Like, <laughs> well, there's just no guarantee that it won't happen. And there's no guarantee that you'll get any. And, and if you do come into a conflict or a controversy with a black person or an individual of a marginalized nature, um, you get no, you will get nothing for having been a adherent. It's not, it's not like, Oh, well, you're a member of the church of liberalism. Right. So you're going to get points off or whatever. Like, right. no, it's, you don't. Um, you get the full brunt of it, and so it then no, it I becomes. I understand the meritocratic objection to this, which is, well, there might be an exceptional black person, and it might disadvantage you to not uh, consult with this this person, and maybe hire them, or work for them, or have some kind of working relationship with them. But I'm like, but then let's look at the odds here. What is the statistical probability of me actually right. finding, yeah. finding like this talented tenth black person? That's the- and given given that, wouldn't a more useful heuristic just be to discard the whole category? Yes. We, this is one of the oldest arguments we made, and this is a this is an argument we make against conservatives, because conservatives make that objection to uh, racism, because um, liberals don't don't think of things in that in, that, in those terms, uh, but conservatives do. So their their argument is like, well, if I'm a racist, this is very old. It's been they don't you don't really see it anymore because nobody tries to intellectually debate this shit anymore, <laughs> frankly. Right. But the argument it's you used to get, and we would get it all the time from the conservative, would be like. They'd be like, I could see they'll be willing to like accept the possibility of racism in theory, but then they come up with really bad arguments against it. So they're like, but 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 I might if there's like that one black person or I can't if I if I discard a whole category, I'm cutting myself off from the benefits of the the good people in it or whatever. Again, that's an easy one to defeat, but by just yeah, you're talking about the odds. You're talking about that I just realized. Someone, I would say, has someone employed this strategy successfully? And someone has used your individual strategy in approaching blacks and 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 like managed to keep the bad ones away and then only get benefits from the good ones. And the, can you show me like how would this work in reality? What kinds of of processes would you develop for yourself to actually implement this? Because what you really do, what you're really doing is not doing any of that. What you're really doing is like quietly discriminating against blacks in tons of ways in your private life. Well, while what, then what I just, just realized like, though is, yeah. is this seems to be in contradiction to their consumerist mindset. Because if I were to ask, you know, your, your average American white rural conservative like well so you're saying that it's wrong to discriminate against like this entire category of person but do you like ford or chevy if you hate fords and you're discarding the whole ford category why are you doing it isn't it possible that there's a perfectly good ford automobile much higher much higher likelihood yeah significant than than finding a good black (laughs) well actually i don't know I've never had a good luck with Fords, to be honest. I've only had one Ford in my life. That thing was a man. Fixed or repaired daily. Still, in every other avenue of your life, you're more than happy to have a prejudice against like a whole fucking category of things. Well, you know what? Here's another difference. Brand or whatever. Here's another difference, though. You can fix a Ford. (laughs) You can actually fix it. (laughs) You can't fix a nigger? Is that what you were? I tuned out for a second. That's the implication. Yes. That's good. No, you can. Rep- you, as I said, that when I thought about the like fix their repair daily. Oh wait, yeah, but you can fix them if they yeah. break. Yeah. They're kind of recidivist, though. Mm. That's just the problem with Fords; is they're very recidivist. Wait, what? Mike is gonna say what? 
Did we all miss that? Is that because this is a free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. <laughs> you take him to the shop. Some week later, the same fucking uh, problem happens. <laughs> yeah, found found on road dead. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, right. You know, if you hang around niggers, that also tends to happen. Found on yeah, road which, dead. Oof. Sorry, bad optics. <laughs> I won't even put that. In the notes. I didn't hear. I didn't hear that. So I'm terrible. Move forward. What's funny? I don't know how I got this, but in one Google search for black crime, I actually got table forty three as a top. Yeah, result. I got that as well. So it's a little muddled. Things a little bit confused. Yeah, when you go down a little bit, you got um, black on black crime is racist and doesn't make sense. Who <laughs> suffers most from the crime wave? Uh, um, oh, black on black crime, the myth and the reality. I'm like, oh how, shit, yeah, yeah. How is this a myth? Escape. Oh, it's a myth because. It's a myth because like someone that's not one of us is going to give up arguing on it with enough pushback because they don't want to be they don't want to fall into the trap of being evil racist man. I mean that's what a lot of these discussions are sort of geared not discussions but a lot of these tactics are geared to like you're going to tap out because you don't want me to start calling you a Nazi or you right, don't want or to start you calling just, you, you can't KKK. actually bring right. all you the strongest right. arguments to bear because you'll lose right. your livelihood. They, yeah, they've been they've basically been, the threat everyone's living with. So, that's what it so is, if you're so. in a situation where you literally have to worry about your your like your your economic future like yeah. whether or not you're gonna be able to put meals on the table right in order to make the kinds of arguments that would defeat you know you literally then you're just okay now i'm in a totalitarian you're just like I'm, yeah i'm just i'm just gonna let this yeah. internet argument go because i could i just go to yeah. work and, and play video games later it's right easier than, so you're not actually free right right because, well you're free yeah, to, i mean you're free to choose to let it go and not put yourself out there like that's the freedom you enjoy you know well, That's you're free to you're free to enjoy a pretty yeah. quiet life of consumerism, provided right. you don't actually become the victim of a crime. I guess you can watch the Dahmer um, movie, if, but if as long you as you stay don't political, yeah, you can watch the Dahmer movie as long as you don't hate gays afterward or something. You know, just, what as long you, you do? Just keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah, if you don't, as long as you don't draw any like correct conclusions about perversion, paraphilia, yeah. homosexuality, and pedophilia, and as long as you don't like draw the wrong conclusion, you can just watch that and enjoy it. Challenge your worldview, yeah, but not really. It's, it's, it's funny how this this entire society that exists right now involves of, involves this process of like carefully picking through the minefield yeah. and not hitting one of its minds that makes you makes you think the the wrong thoughts. It's also funny because this black this black people site saying like he was white and gay deal with it is kind of a funny thing because why why no controversy over labeling him as white? Like what if they had what if they, what if they made a big deal about the fact that he was white and I think that some people have done this because he was white mm-hmm. and many of his victims were not white um, and I would say well here's the thing here's the fundamental thing if white nationalists were in charge Jeffrey Dahmer would have been executed a hell of a lot earlier yeah uh, is he still alive did they kill him I I have no idea. I didn't. Did the state kill him? I didn't autocomplete that search. That was what it wanted me to autocomplete. I was asking if he was gay. Just, just consult Wikipedia on this real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, he um he what? died November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. Oh, he was he was, he was murdered in prison. Oh right. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was yeah. I think that, that it was one of these so. things where the, they basically just let other prisoners kill him. If cool. that's something that that happens, or that could be a myth too. I don't know. But he died in prison. He was murdered. Good. But he lives on. Yeah, as, good for the guy that killed he, him. He lives, he, was probably, he was probably a black He guy. lives on as this fascinating meme that no one can stop poking at. Like, he's this fascinating... Oh, wow. Like, another, like John Wayne Gacy. Like, all these fucking... All these fucking, like, kid diddler killers. Like, you can't... Just can't quit them. It's fucking... This fucking culture. Yeah, well, here's stuff. the thing. 
When's what the, about when does the John Wayne Gacy redemption arc begin? Like when can we when can we turn that into a sob story about discrimination against fags? Guy that literally dressed up like a clown so he could victimize little kids at fucking birthday parties. Right, and he was a faggot too. Yeah, right? he's a faggot. Like all was he was what thirty three young boys or something like that, and you know body yeah, so he's gay. Yeah, he's a fucking faggot. Yeah. So, yeah, and and you know the other thing is there, black people are like way more likely to be serial killers, and even the kind of serial killers that right. do like weird fucked up shit. Because remember, they everyone know we've talked about this before, yeah, the myth talk- of like. Black people, blacks might kill a lot of people, but only white people kill people in like sick, twisted, sadistic, fucked up ways. Not fucking true. No, not true. Remember that that nigger that was doing getting kept getting jobs like nursing homes and like smothering the old people just like and we don't even know because many of them were probably they thought it was natural deaths when they were actually murdered. They sure. didn't know how many, guys, how many no old people this guy killed. Yeah. Like, Jesus. yeah. Sick. So. But black serial killers, the other thing is the serial killer rage is kind of um, died down. It was very big in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get it as much anymore. And I think it's partly because – now, there's some conspiracy things where, like, oh, the serial killers came as a result of, like, psyops on on uh, the military during the Vietnam era. And that's why that this produced a lot of serial killers. I'm very, very iffy on that. I would, yeah, I would I need know. some – Big proof on that. I mean, I'd be willing to listen, but like, I would need I mean, a lot of proof of that. Couldn't it just be? And then there's it, another one. Couldn't it just be that like this was the rise of like sensationalist like kike media that wants to create? I think it's far more likely to be that this is just some this kike's like decided like we're gonna we're gonna feature a lot of this stuff and make this like a big we're gonna, deal. We're gonna make this part as of a way the of sort of like psyche. let's further degrade the, po- yeah. the, the the population of this country with this this garbage filth, yeah. you know, and like making it a a thing that everybody should want to watch and be fascinated with. Yeah. Maybe we can get some kids who kind of have a weird family life and are loners and are a little bit strange into like really sick and weird shit. And yep. you know, that thing, stuff like that. Yeah. Looks like a charm. So that's far more likely. I think, I mean, I, whenever I hear the thing of like that kind of a thing, I'm like, well, it could be, but, um, I don't know. The other question is what is the, what advantage does it give? Anyway, whatever. Yeah. I think it's more, yeah, it's more likely that like the, the, there, there's a period of them pushing these stories and they don't do it as much, possibly because it's very easy now to push back. And many, many of the serial killers now are black, like blacks outnumber whites in terms of ser- serial killers, at least in recent years. Yeah, we have. And even faces. not even just like shooters, like weird fucking sick sadistic shit, which never gets. That's again a curated ecosystem because people don't hear about these things. How do I find so, my yeah. pal with the? Uh... Yeah. Where's Iranosaurus Rex? He has the black serial killer thread he always wants me to do. Oh yeah, well we did some of that. Yeah, he wants us to but he every other day he asked me to do it again and now I can't I can't find him in post, obviously. So why should I be able to do that? Post is mostly useful for the uh the clever usernames. And post is post is not really running right now. Post machine is a little bit broke. It- the post machine is broke like half the time I try to use it. Yeah, it's been, and then, they had a bad and then the, the telegram machine is just full of broken people. That's why you just turn it off. I can't find my boy here. And the, the other thread just kind of, okay, the homepage just kind of, because I have this like foreign policy shit I want to pivot to, but I feel like that would, that would ruin the hour we've been doing if we go back to, if we go back to Russian uh, pipelines and shit like that. So we need more like nigger content, but I don't know where to, where did, to go. With did, it. did did anybody ever talk about the Berkeley uh, Jewish free zones? No, I, I feel, believe I, I like saw something about that, but I haven't talked about it. Oh, I haven't read it's, much it's, on it. It's here. like 
Talk about failing a Jewish shit, shit test. What is that? <sighs> uh, hang on, let me find the article. This is from the Jewish Journal, which gives you the, like the full thing, where essentially uh, one of these guys, the Jewish Journal, was talking about how Berkeley is <clears throat> essentially creating anti-Semitism zones because there were some Palestinian activists that were condemning Israel and then and then basically saying that if you have a student group at Berkeley you should refuse to let Zionists speak at your, you know, you should never have Zionist speakers come up and do uh, things for you. Just refuse them. And of course the, the schwitzing and the pearl clutching happened immediately. And this, this, uh, this Marcus guy uh, emails like the Dean or something or whoever the head honcho is over there. And he's, he starts talking about how there's a, there's a Jewish uh, anti. It's like a Jewish free zone that's being instituted on this campus, and there's horrible anti-Semitisms, and how uh, anti-Zionist just means that you're anti-Jewish. Uh, interesting. It, it, there's there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of interesting implications here. I love when they admit he, that. He, I love when they admit that. He does the bit where it's like if you have a criticism of Israel, then you're just excluding Jewish people. Hey, there, there is no world where you can't criticize Israel without stepping on Jewish toes, so don't do it. Does this guy – I mean, that's true. I mean, well, it's true that you well, they use like, that. It's true that if you – Well, they use that tactically. Okay, guys, this is another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need to go ahead and pick up a subscription at directsuspect.com slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Aussie channel. Uncle Spend other tone stream. And you can use a credit card on there to get around these uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that. I'll tell you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. They don't – you know, there's also – like with, if Israel's truly doing something bad. Well, that's just Israel. That's not Jews. You know, they, they, yeah, here's, they, here's the quote. Anti-Zionism is flatly anti-Semitic. Using Zionist as a euphemism for Jew is nothing more than a confidence trick. Like other forms of Judeophobia, Judeophobia. So in order to do that, like Zionism doesn't exist then. It's like is Zionism a myth and it's anti-Semitic in and of itself to call a Jew a Zionist because that's a made-up well, conspiracy theory. Well, I want to theory. question the premise that anti-Semitism is the worst thing to avoid. What about bad behavior of what about what about Israel being bad? Well, that's any sense. Like my, I, I value Israel stopping being bad over not being anti-Semitic. Mm. You see what I mean? So it's like, well, if just, you, but if you say is value hierarchy, here. but if you like, see, but if you say Israel's bad, that's any Semitic. So you can't ever yeah. say this. Like Israel's always good. That's where you have but, to but be. Again, to not yeah, no, no, because he, he goes on to say like other forms of geophobia is an ideology of hate, treating Israel as the collective Jew and smearing the Jewish state with defamation similar to those used for centuries. Well, to wait, 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 Jews. If, if Israel is not the collective Jew, then it's not anti-Semitic to criticize it. So what the fuck are we talking <laughs> That's, about? Yeah, it's both ways. You get it. You get like, it in, you can't, yeah. is, is it the collective Jew or not? I say it is. I, this is why I, like, I slice right through this problem. Yeah, it is. Slice it's right Jewish. <laughs> Israel, right through this, right through this uh, Shlomoian knot, I just like cut right through it. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, like, no, dude, like Israel is the collective Jew. It's a collective rep- – it's a state representation of the Jewish people. It's the Jewish state. It is their collective representation. It's who they are. Uh, and I accept that if I criticize it, I'm criticizing I, I like something he, fundamental about Jews. I'm fine yeah. with that. I can live with all he of that. Ends this paragraph by saying, moreover, Zionism is an integral aspect of the identity of many Jews. It's, its derogation is analogous in this way to other forms of hate and bigotry. So because a lot mm. of Jews are Zionists – and you criticize Zionism, that's 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 going to offend those Jews, and it's part of their identity, so you're just being anti-Semitic. I mean, you wouldn't accept this argument from other people who have, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, white nationalism as part of their identity. You would say that those are bad people. 
and you you would you would say there's probably be laws against them. They should mm. be locked up and all this other stuff. Okay, hold the phone. We got some uh, news from the uh, Daryl Brooks trial here. You guys oh. want to hear it? Oh, okay. oh boy, great. So there's a Twitter thread by this reporter Hillary Mintz, W I S N. I'm assuming that's some Wisconsin thing. Uh, it's a Twitter thread. She, I, I've only got a screenshot, but so I'll just read it. Uh, if you want, you can look up Hillary Mintz and see if you can find her on Twitter. It's M-I-N-T-Z. I don't know if There's she's Jewish or not. It doesn't really matter. Today, right? Well, here we go. Daryl Brooks trial today, trial day one. Seven minutes into the day, the judge scolds Brooks for constantly interrupting her. She calls a recess and sends Brooks back to a holding cell until he can be respectful of the court. They should do a podcast Brooks- together. <laughs> Brooks asked the judge if he needs to follow the same rules in the courtroom as a licensed attorney. <laughs> The judge told Brooks to stop or else it was going to be a very long day. Jurors haven't even been called into the courtroom yet for the start of jury selection. Brooks also objected to the name used to call the case, saying he doesn't recognize the name Daryl E. Brooks. The judge is not happy. That is is absolutely the Moorish Temple shit right there. That is that. That is that. Like, uh, was it Rise of the Moors or whatever? I know the the real Moorish Temple. The the, the real Moorish Temple, like, is not the majority of these people. They literally do that. They're like, they, what, what was that? What was that you were saying? That audio we listened to last week. He's like, that is a, that is a nom de guerre, which is of interest yeah, nom to me, but it's not me. I'm a yep. flesh and blood person named Elijah Muhammad Zacharias, like whatever the fuck it is. It was nom de guerre. Dom de guerre. Not the guerre. He's a it's dom de guerre. Me, but it's not me. Come on, dom de guerre. Come on, that's a good one. So there's more tweets. Dom I have. Nigger. That's a nom nigger. Dom nigger. Yo, that's, do you a, need... that's my nigger name. There's that's a ton. Nigger there's name. a ton more tweets nom here. Nigger. Want me to keep going? <laughs> she keeps going here. I have. A, I have. A, I have the whole thread here. If you want to do it, dude, that could be a funny show title. Right, I want to hear more. I keep I'll asking more. if you want to hear more of this. Yeah, there's yeah, updates. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Brooks back on record. Continue to object. Kept asking Judge Doro what her name is. She stood up and pointed her name on the plaque and reminded Brooks it's. On every document related to the case, Brooks then asked for certified copies of the judge's oath of office. About 40 jurors will soon be brought in. The third recess since the trial began at 8.30 a.m., Jurors will soon be brought in to begin narrowing down the pool. They will pick 12 jurors. Can we just hang this fucking nigger? Like, Jesus Christ, can we just... Brooks continued to question Judge about her oath of office and name. Judge keeps noting the request or denying his antics. Fourth recess, Brooks removed from the court a a second time. Jurors had to leave the courtroom because Brooks wouldn't stop talking and interrupting. <laughs> Judge calls a fifth recess. This is 22 minutes ago. Brooks says he's not prepared to put on a defense because he's only been given three review documents on, and evidence. Brooks tells Judge it's not even it's not an even playing field with the prosecutors. Asked for an adjournment is denied. Brooks says it's like going to a gunfight with a butter knife. Judge tells Brooks if he keeps interrupting, he will be in contempt. Brooks he waived his right to an stop attorney. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> judge tells Brooks. The judge tells Brooks if he keeps interrupting, he'll be held in contempt. And Brooks questions the jurisdiction of the court. <laughs> Fuck. Look, I mean, I, so I laughed at that because I, I like laughing at this dumb shit. But at the same time, like it's it's actually atrocious that this nigger is allowed to well, fucking I mean, peacock yeah, like exactly. this in court. Like, it's exactly. It's like, me? hey, I mean, hey, white, you know, you still don't want to make this racial. These nigger shenanigans are allowed to go out and make a mockery out of the court. You're the one that has like how many yeah. citizens killed by this fucking in nigger? How many how many citizens maimed? People. White citizens maimed by this nigger at a joyous yeah. occasion like a Christmas parade. Yeah. And this is where it gets to go. The sovereign citizen because bullshit. There, there, and everyone just wants to put up dead, with. and there's kids that will never walk because of this nigger. And he is allowed to go into the courtroom in your town. It's it's in that court right there, and make a fucking farce of your city government. 
So like, let's, just there's more. Hang this nigger. This keeps going. Fucking. This keeps going. Judge calls a fifth recess. Brooks says he's not prepared. But, oh, I already said that. Gunfight. Okay, Brooks at times talks over the judge. Jurors have yet to be brought back in. Brooks keeps arguing his rights as a sovereign citizen. Brooks could be at risk to be removed from the courtroom during his trial. Judge is doing her best to keep the process moving. The DA says Brooks could be gagged if the disruptions continue. That would be interesting optics right there. Oh, and this, and well, this, here's fucking the people. this is 100% the judge's fault. What exactly did she think was going to happen? That's the judge's fault. It's the nigger's fault. Just hang him. It's your fault. Well, I think it, I think it is the judge's fault on some level because the judge could have should have denied the motion for him That's not true. to have those That's attorneys. True. That's true. She could have said, "No, like you're not right. No, these are your attorneys, buddy. You're gonna be. We're gonna ban, We're gonna fucking put you in a Hannibal Lecter style fucking crate or whatever. Like bind and gag you, and then these defense attorneys will go through with the, the do the motions of you getting found guilty of this or something like that." But my point that I made, and I made it on the show, and I made it on Telegram, is you can go to the ADL. And you can go to the SPLC and you can find that both of these websites have uh, a page on Moorish Temple Sovereign Citizens calling them a hate and extremist group. And you can find that uh, I think it's the SPLC or one of them even has a guide to recognizing them through the kinds of rhetoric uh, that they use in the courtroom arguments and the courtroom shenanigans that they put on. Daryl Brooks is following their script. The ADL, I think, is one that actually has a guide to this script. To identi- it's literally like identifying Morris Temple nationalism. Yep. It's, you know, instead of identifying wood, it's like, yeah, it's a, that's Morris Temple sovereign citizenship. So why then it's, is I mean, the ADL? Fair, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to identify. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, I mean, we, yeah, come on. I know. Of course. My point, that's not really the point. It is hard to identify it because it's not hard to identify wood either. So it's like, um, it's like, uh, the point is these hate watch sites actually have this mm. shit on their site yeah and and these prosecutors typically don't they always defer to these groups why are these groups being why isn't the adl saying uh yeah hey listen state of wisconsin because they if the, if you know damn right if the if the adl called up the state of wisconsin and was like charging with hate crimes because of our our hate stuff our hate thing has him like zeroed in as a hater mm-hmm. uh, they would do it yeah they would do it but the adl isn't doing that uh because he killed white people right and so what they're trying to do is, is like, just, you know, they're going to cover this like it's just like some kind of farce or something like that. First of all, he shouldn't be allowed to turn the court into a farce. This is not a serious – this is not serious. Like, at some point, like – but the question is, like, seriously, what what do, what tools do, do they have to make him stop doing this shit? Because eventually they'd have to say, like, you're not competent to represent yourself. Can I ask you a question? And you have to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't – This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. I don't know lawyers to talk about this, but like, can he even participate in jury selection? Like, even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't doing these shenanigans, yeah. Oh, he, like, absolutely, like, yes. No, I mean, like, yeah. It, he, he appears to not know how any of this works. Like, how do you even do as a, like a layman, as a pro se defendant? Like, how do you, how do you take part in jury selection if you don't the know same the, way that the, uh, the no, same I mean, way like, that the, your attorney would, right? But the, you don't know what that is because you're just some nigger. So like, what do you do? Yeah, he, that's what I said. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know what it is. Like, how do you say? No. Like, how do you tell the judge I like this guy? I don't like this guy. Can you even question? Like, would he even know oh, how I'm, to I'm question? Sure. They can advise you of the procedures of the court. Okay. They cannot advise you of of like the judge could say, "Here's how this works." Okay. Like we, you get a question, you get a form, you get this number of strikes or whatever, right? Okay. They're allowed to for a pro se defendant, the judge can inform them of procedure. They can't give them legal advice. Right. I got you. Okay. But which is a there's a fine line there, 
And but they they will sort of I, when I was doing the Charlottesville case, they, they what was really funny was when the uh, opposing attorneys tried to inform me of things. And I was like, oh, really? So now you're acting as my attorney. That's a very interesting thing. You want to be you will sue me and be my lawyer at the same time. That's a, that's quite <laughs> it's a good trick. When I said this to the guy and I've never got an email from that guy again after saying that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good way to cut off. This is this fucking guy, Christopher Green, that kept emailing me. That's kind of unethical, isn't it? For, I mean, is, can you be disbarred for a thing like that? Like you're. Just having conversations. Well, that was why he never emailed me again. Mm. He said, are you proposing to act as my attorney and give me legal advice? That's interesting. I also put it in some of the filings I made. I complained about it, showing yeah. it to the to the court, saying, look, this dude is trying to – this this guy suing me. He's trying to be my lawyer. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I, I believe – I believe. Okay, so if there's lawyers in listening, you can, inform, you can uh, tell me if I'm lying with an agenda here. I believe that he could be informed of the basic procedures of how that process goes. And, you know, typically it's like you get a certain number of strikes, you get a certain number of objections, uh, you get a certain number of picks or whatever. I don't know exactly. It's different in different courts. But presumably, if you know the process, you just do it. The, the, there's a DA doing it on, and you're on your side. You can say, I don't like this story is out for sure. We only get a limited number of the, of those where you definitely get to dismiss somebody. So you got to be careful when you use them. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So you have to understand all of that. If and it's sort of that's why I was saying when he when he waived his right to an attorney and be like this guy is not going to be able to do jury selection. I remember I specifically said this last week. I don't know if I said it on the show or if it was in private messages or whatever. But I was thinking like this this guy thinks he's just going to get up and grandstand in the court about sovereign citizen rights and shit. But they're like yeah, we're doing jury selection, bro. Like are you prepared for that? Do you even understand what that is? Mm. And it's like no. So. Here's the thing, though. If they gag him, what do they do? The judge fort they they bring those those defend those uh public defenders back in, I assume, and they're like, okay, you're you're his lawyer again now. I don't know. Is there a mechanism for that? Can they do? Can she do that? Oh yeah, I yeah. No, no they can, apparently they can because it okay. says that the they're saying that if this doesn't stop, they might gag him, and then he'll have to. If he's gagged, he can't do anything. So he, they at that point have to give him a lawyer. Oh, I, I, thought, lawyer. I thought he was gagged. He just has to like stand there, and he still he can still represent himself, but like only when they ungag him. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, they well, don't gag me. It's going to start the same shit again. Yeah. They should literally gag yeah. him. They might literally gag him. What they'll do is they'll carry the thing on without him in the court. Right. Which is like, okay, this is, this is fucking retarded. Because I was actually sort of wondering, because I knew this was, I, I knew he was going to do this shit, right? After right. seeing that the judge actually accepted his waiver of an attorney and, and was letting him represent himself, I was like, they're not going to be able to get past square one. <laughs> Like they like, and apparently seven minutes, seven minutes in, he's already starting this shit. So they're not going to get him to stop. And what what I'm hoping <laughs> is that in all of this, and maybe we'll have to review footage, and hopefully people that are watching the footage will be able to clip out choice moments of it and such. Um, if there even is footage, I, I don't know if there's is being live streamed somewhere. Can we watch this shit? I mean, or is it already like shut down for the day because he already created so much of a of a farce? But if there's if there is footage available that comes out of this. And they might be like they might be gagging that because it's entirely likely he will make anti-white statements in the court. And 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 that, those anti-white statements would be even something is accusing the court of white supremacy, mm. right? Like he will probably do that because that's another thing that they do. They call it like what does they say? Like the United States of phony uh, out, outposts of white supremacy or something like that. 
the, yeah, they have a whole thing in their Zodiac Constitution about what they call the United States. Well, and they, you know what I, I think maybe Hampton here to an extent is, is Daryl Brooks on some level in his primitive monkey brain like understands the gravity of what's happening. And he's like seizing onto this Moorish stuff, thinking it's it's a magic trick that's going to get him out of trouble. Like this is this is like the, right. the magic elixir that's going to save him. So this is where they are right now. As of 16 minutes ago, she tweets that Brooks is being removed from the courtroom and will be placed in the courtroom next door to watch the proceedings. <laughs> so now it's like literally like, do you want Daryl Brooks to be your neighbor or Thomas Sowell? Uh, he will likely only be able to participate when asked. The judge gave the final warning him for not uh, to not interrupt, and then he did. And now they're on a sixth recess. So that's an update. Why? Why even give him six warnings? I would. I would have given no more than two. I wouldn't have. I would have said no. Uh, what I would have done if I were the judge is be like, no. Nah, this defense. This public defender is your attorney, and we're trying to get through this trial. I don't in a know how. You, I don't know how you shut down a sovereign citizen. It's like they don't. They're already. They don't. They don't recognize reality. Like. The jurisdiction of this court, it, it, I mean, if you can't process anything about like the constitutionality, is like, well, you're being, you're being, you're, you're being held here by force, and you can't leave. So you're gonna, whether or not you think that's valid or not, like you're part of these proceedings. Shut the fuck up and let them happen. You know. Well, typically, the people that do sovereign citizenship go into a court, like for a parking ticket, and pull this shit, and like, yeah, <clears throat> they have varying results. They'll either yeah. get a contempt charge, or the judge will dismiss the ticket because they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but there, there, I, there have been people that have pulled this kind of bullshit in court, and the judge is like, "All right, you know, like fuck it, like don't, you don't have to pay, just go away, just get the fuck out of here." Which is like really good. Um, and these people like end, endlessly brag about that. But like, um, I would say uh, I have not seen this utilized in a like one, a, a murder mm. case, <laughs> like a racial murder case before. Um, and it kind of gives like a black eye to the, so- the whole sovereign, <laughs> a black guy. So the whole sovereign citizen thing is like, look at your dumb shit is like turning is now turning this proceeding into into this. But like, I mean, ordinarily, it's like the United States, the the fact that the United States is is allowing this to go on this far is proof of how like just not serious it is. Because there was a time in America where a nigger trying to pull this shit after killing six people and maiming 60 others would just be like, yeah, no. So hold up here. So here's a little update on bringing back the attorney issue. The DA is asking that this is from. This is from Friday, I guess. The DA is asking the judge to tell Brooks that he can't flip-flop mid-trial if he decides he wants to bring back his attorney. The judge says that mm-hmm. it would be very difficult to do it. The DA bringing up the letter Brooks' mother wrote to the judge. The DA is now going over the criminal record. Whatever that is. Okay, so there's not more to this? I thought there was more to this than the one tweet. So that that's like so the, the judge has said that like he can't ask for his attorney back, but what if the judge wants to do it? Like I don't know. I guess the judge... Well, can. the DA was basically saying like in their objection to the... Um, in their, well, they said they didn't have an objection to him defending himself, but they wanted the judge to yeah. say you can't then switch gears mid-trial, right? Where yeah. you say okay, which he sounded like he was already trying to do, yeah, because he was in there saying like it's like bringing a butter knife to a gunfight or something, and it's yeah. like, well, dude, first of all, you're fucking guilty. So that's like, the big thing. It's like this guy's guilty. Fuck like, off with this idea no... that you're being oppressed. The tr- this, tr- this, this trial existing is a farce in and of itself. It's yeah, a farce no, he should, just, he should be like, do not like go directly to gibbet. Do not pass go. He should have been able to leave. He should go directly to gallows. He should have been able to leave the scene uh, in one piece. Yeah. I mean, that's how I see stuff like this. I mean, well, even if he did, because people were afraid of him, like running them over or something, yeah. they couldn't stop him because he's in a car. Like he should have went upon capture. He should have just been hung. Yeah, there's no reason to go through this. 
No, he should just be hung. Like that's it. The like, reason this to go. Is, this is the reason to go through this is to give the Jews another chance to give us another humiliation ritual that we have to sit through. And they, right, well, it's just they found a way. The sovereign citizen bullshit. So what sovereign citizenship stuff does, though, what their rhetoric is, I mean, it's 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 not based in reality, but the strategy is to like kind of hang liberalism up on its own. They don't even understand this is what they're doing, and it is what they're doing is they're trying to like. They, they want to force the liberal, the regime that pretends to be liberal, to use to like expose itself, right? In their view, as being actually right? in charge, that, because the, yeah, the, so the, some of the yeah. some of the white people that do this understand this. Like the purpose of this is to they have this pretense of fairness and rule of law, but I can show that that's not real by by doing these type of things, right? Um, the problem is that. That you were never promised like a court that wasn't that didn't actually use its powers of force, you right. know, like that's not it's not really part of the deal to begin with. But what they want to do is they want you to eventually. The funny thing is it, it exactly works against them because everybody see everybody that sees it sees it as nothing but stupid shenanigans and becomes more authoritarian in response mm-hmm. to it because like yep. we shut this fucking asshole up do you remember, it, like this guy is just a bother you know do you remember the bit do you remember the bit of, do you remember the similar bit in atlas shrugs like when uh i think it was hank reardon gets put on trial and he gives this like big gay speech about i mean he basically does it like doesn't understand the charges and doesn't recognize the jurisdictional authority of the court to like to judge him for his you know metallurgical business fountainhead or whatever no it happens in atlas shrugs I think it happens in both, but for different reasons. Yeah, they, like they're yeah. trying to they're trying to force him to hand over the 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 metal he made, the Reardon metal, whatever Reardon steel. Oh, yeah, and doesn't and, he like destroy it instead or something like that? I can't remember all the. No, that's found. Yeah, yes. destroys things, but yeah, but it's like it, it sort of does that whole like I don't you know you're looking for you're you're just looking for me to give my consent and I do not consent and he just kept going. It's like I don't remember how that worked out, but it was a lot of this was a society that would take uh, some somebody's private industry and nationalize it or <clears throat> make it function for the common good. Mm. Yeah, and that was yeah, that, 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 that would have been a, that was a nightmare. That was bad. That created just dystopian nightmare situations yeah. across yeah, the whole I, country. I, ideally, private industries exploit you, and there's absolutely nothing to stop. Right. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's like the lesson. What was funny is the Fountainhead is literally about like architecture, architecture. but it's like pro. It's literally like pro brutalism. Yeah, it's like the the architecture that uh, what's the guy's name Howard Howard Rourke doesn't want to do classic architecture. Yeah, he wants to do like new steel and glass like monstrosities mm-hmm. and like look ahead and and all the all these like bureaucrat gang government officials and and old old good old boy corporate networks and stuff he's going up against. They want to do like the classical style, and he's like, "I, I won't. I it will betray my soul to do that." And so he like blows up, literally commits an act of terror. He blows up a blows housing up a building, project or something, and then like he gets off because of he does like a courtroom speech talking about his but, rights to but, his soul and bullshit. It's fucking retarded. He doesn't have a soul if he's promoting that stuff, right? It's just like yeah, he was literally isn't it a private property violation to blow up a building. <laughs> Not when you when, not when it contains your perverted artistic vision that you didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's, like, it's like Howard Work is like, look, I'm tired of these oil pipelines being built in this classical style, oh. you know, with big big concrete reinforcement tubes. around them. We we can't. We must have like modernistic tubes made of nothing but glass, and uh, that's why I'm going to blow this one up. Have it made of yeah, glass anyway. above water, so you you can see the Americans coming. When they try to like sneak up on you. Anyway, we should take a break. We should take our uh, recess for the day. 
along with yeah, solidarity right. with the uh, the judge in Waukesha there. I shouldn't even joke about that. It's so fucking horrible. But uh, we'll do that real quick. Well, it's and, like I la- uh, you laugh. You can't help but laugh because he's doing shenanigans. But then you think about it and you're like, fuck this. this why, fuck this. You know, you, you can't you can't tell me to take a recess because Alex is just a nom de, is, I mean, is, is a nom goer. You don't know what my real name is. Nom de goer. I mean, why don't they take why don't they like have some bailiffs like take him to the next room and like have them beat his nom de goer out of him? I mean, I mean, I thought that like American prison and jail system was full of corrupt and racist. Like, do some of that to this guy. He deserves it. Like, do the you know some I don't know. Instead, we do have a live stream of it. Oh, good. That's great. I don't well, know if we can scrub back. I don't know if we can scrub back. I don't know. Well, I'm like sure they're going to come out again. I'm sure some oh, more. No, it's, it seems like it's. I'm sure there'll be some no, fireworks. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some fireworks this afternoon. We can check on check in on so. Let's monitor that situation while we take a break. I'm going to have a sandwich or something get some water. I forgot my water. All I've had to drink the whole time is this coffee. It's a terrible feel. Uh, and we'll, I guess we'll talk about Jimmy Dore and this crazy Australian, these videos I watched uh, on the second hour, unless we just keep doing Daryl Brooks. Depends on what happens there. Can't promise you anything. Be right back. You're yeah. listening to The Daily Show as racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, isn't it funny? La 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 la! 